0: hey Ethan yeah what's your number
1: 0814
0: 0814
1: correctamundo
0: that's awesome
1: I know you have dedicated your life to service now served radio is dedicated to you speaking the truth about service oriented life and moving through leaving to living This is the voice of and for service members, responders, veterans, and dependents, because we have served. Now, leading the journey for today's mission, Rafael Haudige. Yo,
0: everybody, what is up? And I want to thank you for joining me here on Served Radio, episode four, and it's going to be a really good one. So today, we're actually going to have a grumpy old sergeant. Um, where I kind of give you a little bit of my uh, piece of my mind here on things uh, in life or whatnot. Uh, A good mentor minute of the week by a very, very astute, astute young man and uh, served mission brief. Uh, We're going to talk about the meat and potato of the show. Um, And then basically we're going to wrap it all up with some great uh, leadership advice uh, so that we can go and make impact in our communities. But before... We kick it off there with the grumpy old sergeant. I want to make sure that you all know that you can contact me at any time via email at raf at served dot vet, V-E-T. So um, one of those things, someone thought I was saying net. I'm like, no, it's not net. It's vet. That's what we are. Served, S-R-V-D dot vet. So anyways, hit me up, raf at served or if you want to hit me up via snail mail, uh, one of these things about uh, the art of storytelling and of kind of going back to basics, put a pen to paper uh, and uh, put a little post on it. And uh, I'll, I, you know, I'll give you a shout out. And uh, anyways, I truly would appreciate it. And that snail mail address is served 145 Fleet Street, number 256, National Harbor, Maryland, 20745. That's right. Right here in the nation's capital. So um, just wanted to put that up front because um, I want you guys to know that it's important that I am here doing this for you. So I'm going to kick it off with the uh, grumpy old sergeant right now. And one of the things that I've noticed in life is that we don't really... Um, say the Pledge of Allegiance anymore, and I am confused as to why this is not happening anymore. I recall as a young child, um, standing proudly in front of the uh, school flag. Uh, sometimes we would go outside; most times it was inside. Each classroom had a a American flag, a, a beautiful a red, white, and blue, uh, old glory just just hanging there, and. I would gladly say the Pledge of Allegiance. So one could say, well, you know, is it because we were, uh, you know, institutionalized or or taught at a young age? But when when I remember these words that I used to say, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. It was just, it was a statement of fact. That's what I wanted to do as a young child, and I loved it. And that draws into the roots of what I recall as a young boy when my grandfather... See, I'm, I'm first-generation American here in the United States. My grandfather, uh, my, my mother's side comes from South America, from Colombia. And from my father's side, comes from Mexico. And so I remember my Colombian grandfather, he just loved this country. He just said, man, I am so proud to live in the United States of America. And uh, he was a gentleman down South in South America that was a professional. He was an accountant for the big movie houses down there. Um, So, you know, think uh, 1950s Hollywood, um, but down in South America. And um, they could have stayed there. They had a good life. But he pursued um, for his uh, descendants, for his grandchildren, for his children to have a better life in the United States of America. And so They basically sold everything um, that they owned um, to properly come to the United States with visas and passports and all the applicable paperwork. And so what's amazing about that is that when my grandfather made it to the United States of America and they settled in here and they, um, you know, uh, adopted the culture and wanted, they had a true desire to be Um, in the United States of America and to be what it meant to be American. Um, So uh, I remember as a young child, he would sit me on his lap and he would tell me, you do not forget that this country is an amazing country and that you are an American and that you love that flag. And to this very day, I tell you what, I love my red, white, and blue. And, uh, anyways, so it was just one of those things where I noticed that, uh, the Pledge of Allegiance is, is not set anymore. So, um, you know what? I got a special treat for y'all and that's going to happen here in a, in a little bit, uh, because, uh, you're going to get a kick out of this one. But before I uh, roll into that surprise, I wanted to share with you guys last week on the last episode drop, um, man, that was, it was a kind of a big hot mess. And um, so I was recording here in my little served house studio. Uh, it's on my property in the back uh, end of the property. And it was really late at night. And I was really trying to crank something out for you guys. And, and it was kind of above my skill set level. And if you listen to episode three uh, in my in my grumpy sergeant, it was in the grumpy sergeant um, segment. It was a tired old sergeant segment. Um, but anyways, the funny part about that is that after I recorded that, I meandered through the yard to get to the house, and I locked myself out. So here I am, just finished telling you guys that I was grumpy old, uh, or uh, not even grumpy, I was the tired old sergeant, and I locked myself out of the house. And I was just like, how am I going to get this episode out there? And it's just nothing was happening right, and it was just literally falling apart. But again, we're keeping it real, and we're just moving along, right? Because that's what we do. So In the uh, title notes, when I say it's always an adventure with Served, Served Radio, and with RAF, well, that's what that means, is because I kept knocking on the window at five in the morning, and no one was waking up. I I got this broom, and I was tapping on my son's window, and he doesn't even know it, and and no one's waiting. I said, man, someone's going to call the police on me. Uh, So at that point, I kind of stood there. I looked around. Daybreak was coming up, uh, you know, and, and I just was like, Lord. What what am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to meet this schedule. I'm supposed to get these things out on Wednesday. And and all these impossible things were happening. I'd, I'd done a bit more than I could chew there with the skill set level. I think episode three came out really good in the end. I, uh, I, I had to sit down and, and learn how to work all that software. Uh, but at that moment, that had not happened yet. And, and I just was standing there just like, what am I supposed to do? And then uh, it was just one of these things where I said, well, I got the recording studio and I got a sleeping bag in there. So it's time to hunker down. So anyways, I actually did. I came back into the little served house, and uh, I laid on the floor with the sleeping bag. And around uh, 8 in the morning, my wife is knocking on the door, trying to open the door, because I'm right in front of the door. And she's like, what is going on? And I'm like, I got locked out last night, and I had a crash here. So anyways, I just wanted to share that with you guys, because that's life. That's real life, and these wild adventures happen with me, so... I appreciate you all hanging in there with me. Um, I've gotten some great feedback from from folks already. Um, they like it that I keep it real and that my nuttiness is just very transparent. Uh, and actually, believe it or not, I want to share with you what's served. That's our third core value. So we have two more above that. Uh, the third core value is that I want to keep things transparent uh, and very forthright with you all. So I'm just, I'm just going to tell you how it is. And as I try to build this... Um, this idea, this vision, there's going to be a lot of funny stories and a lot of crazy and just me just being straight up and real. All right. So that's my promise to you. And you can be real with me. And uh, you're never alone. And, and you know, we'll get through things together. Um, just real quick. The second core value is to uh, be of um, complimentary uh, and not competitive to those guys and gals that are out there uh, kicking butt and making impact in their communities. And then the first core value is to give first before receive. So anyways, I just wanted to share that with you guys. I'll go into a deeper dive on the, on those core values on future episodes. But uh, just felt like that's what I wanted to talk about today in the uh, grumpy old sergeant segment. And, uh, you know, I'm actually not very grumpy. Well, I guess the whole Pledge of Allegiance thing kind of made me a little bit grumpy. But, you know, hey, we're going to fix it. And this is how we're going to fix it. Kick it.
1: I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all.
0: Oh, yeah, that was so awesome. I am no longer the grumpy sergeant right now. That was just just awesomeness. as we know, served is the word served. S is for service members. R is for responders. V is for veterans. And D, to any high-performance team, there's a very strong anchor. And those are our dependents, right? Those are our spouses and our kids. Because even though they didn't wear the uniform, they served. And, um, you know, so last week, we had uh, balls on the show. And uh, that was episode three. If you haven't listened to that, man, it's a great episode. And that was the service members episode. Episodes one and two uh, was me telling a little bit about the serve story and what we're going to do along uh, the journey there. That kind of fills in that veteran, the V in served. Well, today we got the D independent in the served house, my very own Ethan. What's up, Ethan? How are you?
1: I'm good. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah. Well, Ethan is, uh, well, what are you, Ethan? Are you, are you, who are you to me?
1: Hopefully your favorite son.
0: <laughs> you are my favorite Ethan son. How about that? Oh, that's very special. <laughs> so Ethan is my oldest son, and uh, he was a military kid. And uh, as we heard earlier from his number, 0814. So he served, uh, and he's got his own uh, uh, served number, which is 0814. And um, anyways, it's very special to have you... Um, as my first dependent on the Served radio. Um, so I want to give a huge shout-out, a huge, tremendous, um, I don't know, I, just a massive shout-out to my son, Ethan, because I tell you what, he is the best Served assistant out there. Man, this 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 kid, he rose with me. He's been rolling with me with Served for about four years. And, um, you know, originally started off with him drawing – the served logo. Well, actually before the served logo was um or after. Remember how you would cut out the the served uh oh things? yeah And he wanted to make a served game. And uh anyway, so he was like my biggest fan from day one. And I have to tell you, Ethan, thank you so much because it just meant so much. And uh, Ethan Rose with me. So if uh don't be surprised when we start going out and venturing out into the world, uh, Ethan is going to be by my side. So, um, anyways, Ethan, thank you so much for uh, being my uh, my number one fan there, and for being my awesome, awesome served assistant.
1: Yeah, no problem.
0: So uh, <laughs> he's like, yeah, no problem. <laughs> so, uh, Ethan, you know how we do this, right? We uh, we start off with the uh, mentor minute of the week. Uh, why don't you kick us off? Boom.
1: Well, um, I'm only 11, so I'm taking like I don't know, um, three years. Of experience that I could possibly process whatever.
0: What you got about? like 11 years full of knowledge? What are you talking about?
1: Yeah, but you can't really process that when you're three.
0: Listen, you're kind of a special kind of kid, so I'm sure you could.
1: Okay, then. Well, anyways, the mentor minute of the week is volunteering. Don't let your age or state in life hold you back. If you see a need, fill it. You're never too young or too old to make an impact. Like, I'm only 11 years old, but at my church we have these we have this thing called the food pantry to where we give people in need like canned food and like food you would put in your pantry and then like at my co-op for homeschool I clean I help clean up like at the end and then another thing we have at my church is called produce distribu- distribution yeah and um you like give them um vegetables and like um, sometimes canned food as well, bags, bag food, like some cereal sometimes, and then like fruit.
0: But with the produce distribution, it's not just like you're handing stuff out. It, it, it's a huge 18-wheeler that comes and literally drops off all this produce. And you guys have to spend the time of separating it and and bundling it up, and then you're sharing it with uh, folks in the community that... Uh, um, you know you're just sharing that love with folks in the community,
1: yeah, and a big part of that is Panera's donation program, so um every Panera bread like has one, so you go out there and get like all the bread at the end of the night, you get like bread and pastries and stuff, and you bring it back and so that people can um get like. Croissants or cookies or baguettes or sourdough bread, and then they get all the rest of this stuff. So it's really nice.
0: Yeah. So a big shout out right now, Panera Bread, thank you so much for your uh, day-end donation program. And basically what that is, folks, is if you don't know, is Panera Breads across the nation, at the end of the night, they donate. uh, And it's kind of a play on word, the word dough. And then Nate, anyways, they donate, um, their, uh, what they didn't sell, um, to those in need or those organizations that are helping those in need. Um, so it's a very, very incredible program. Um, and it's actually a really nice treat. So when you are, um, in service of helping those in the community that, um, are in need of, of, um, you know, food and, and, and basic, uh, necessities, um, you know, They get a macaroon or they get cookies or they get chocolate croissants. And that just, that's this game changer. So, anyways, huge shout out to Panera Bread. So, if you're a Panera Bread fan, become a super fan. If you're not a Panera Bread fan, you know, just, it's just one of those things where, um, you know, you can support them as well. But, anyways, huge shout out for Panera Bread. All right, Ethan, sorry about that. I just, I just had to do that.
1: Well, that's it. That's it. Yeah.
0: What do you mean? That's your mentor minute of the week? Sure. That was actually a pretty good Mentor Minute of the Week. So one of the questions that I wanted to ask you on this is that when you say that you help out in this capacity, right, are you feeling like you're forced to help out, or is this something that is deeper um, and you just have that that desire? Like, walk us through that. Like, are you just doing this because I tell you, hey, Ethan, you got to help out at the church, or you have to go do this, or you have to come along for the ride? Because I know the answer because I see it um, all the time. Um, but I want you to share.
1: Well, I guess being the oldest of six children, it kind of just makes it feel normal, I guess.
0: What? Did you say you have six, six, uh, five other siblings?
1: <laughs> you didn't know?
0: <laughs> yeah. So Ethan is the oldest of six, um, uh, of six, right? So there's four boys. And uh, two little girls, and uh, so Ethan is the oldest, um, and he's actually stepped up um, in a role of being the uh, the group leader. And um, so I was very proud of him. But I want to publicly because he he's he's very humble humble uh, young young boy, young young man. He's turning into a wonderful young man, but. He's very humble, and, and when we were kind of talking about this show, he says, you know, I, I don't want to be bragging. I said, you're not bragging. I said, you're just sharing. And uh, so anyways, I'm going to brag for him because that's what parents do, and, and this is my opportunity to brag on my boy. But um, when he does these things, he's doing it from the bottom of his heart, and he is doing it uh, because he wants to do it. Um, he has experienced uh, the joy and what it is to uh, be a blessing to others, and um, he's discovered that on his own. And it just brings me tremendous joy to see him take that initiative and, um, you know, move forward in life in that capacity. Now, sometimes he needs a little push and sometimes he doesn't want to do it. You know, he is a, uh, a young boy and, and, and going to grow up into a, a young teen here soon, but, uh, sometimes a little encouragement, uh, is needed. But, uh, for the majority of the, of the time, um, he, he asks, Hey, Papa, um, you know, it's a uh, produce distribution. Are you going to take me so that I can participate in that? And uh, so anyways, I think that's just very fantastic and a uh, uh, tremendous uh, mentor minute of the week there. It's volunteering, right? It's uh, going out there and and um, doing uh, service to others, right? Yeah. <laughs> He's falling asleep on me. What are you doing?
1: No, I thought you were going to say something else.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you talked too much, so I'm going to take a break. <laughs> wait i
1: just thought i just like it just registered you said the role of the leader i'm a co-leader
0: what are you talking about
1: you said earlier that he's taken on the role of leader
0: yes of a leader of you being no, a leader no, no, no.
1: with all my other siblings i said i'm not the leader i'm a co-leader
0: why you're the co-leader
1: because there's still you and mom.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. That's right.
1: Like, yeah, we're out doing other stuff and he's the parent now.
0: No, no. <laughs> but he says he's the co leader. No, but you do help out, right? When, yeah. when, um, so Ethan uh, went off uh, to hang out with his grandfather down in Myrtle Beach uh, during the summer. And I tell you what, your presence was greatly missed. Because I was used to having Ethan near by my side, being my sidekick, being my served uh, assistant, and uh, with his siblings. And all of a sudden, I'm like, where's Ethan? Ethan! Ethan! And he's out there having a blast and everything. He had a great time down uh, down South Carolina. Um, but, um, yeah, you know, so, so um, yeah. Co-leader, leader. Um, you're growing up to be a, a great young man in that capacity. So... Uh, with that, we're going to roll into the uh, served mission brief. And um, on this one, I'm going to take the lead, and Ethan's just going to kind of fill in the blanks here. But uh, the served mission brief, again, is where we uh, get down to the meat and potatoes of, of what served radio is doing. And so one of the things that I wanted to identify here with the D independent dependent is that as dependents, um, you know, the refrigerator is going to break, the washer is going to get leaky, and the water heater is going to stop heating water, right, uh, when we are off uh, doing the mission. Uh, it never fails. The leaky faucet, the you know, all that other jazz, right? We all know what we're talking about. And so for dependents, this is your platform, right? This is an equal platform. You are equal in served to a service member, responder, and a veteran, So I just want you to embrace this because this is your platform. This is yours equally as well. And so what I wanted to get with that is that in the served mission brief, um, Ethan doesn't remember it, but I do remember uh, getting the messages from his mama when um, I would go and fly missions. So Ethan would be a young baby, just like, you know, um, even from newborn, but um, you know, five, six months old, I had to continue to serve and I had to continue to go on missions and I would leave and I would get the report uh, via email or, you know, we were able to call back home or whatnot that Ethan knew when I left. He knew when I was gone and he was not a happy baby. He was grumpy. Um, He was fussy. He would not settle. And then when I would come home from my missions, Ethan would be better. So, you know, at the tender, tender, tender young age, right, our kids they are serving because they have to deal with their moms and their dads, not present, with parents, with key people in their lives, not around, and sometimes we have to step back and say, "Whoa, our milk kids, man, they really served so um anyway, so this this episode um this session here is a tremendous tribute to all the military kids, all the spouses out there. Um, And I I say male spouses, but at the same time, in our responder force, right? Our law enforcement, uh, fire, EMS spouses and kids, very similar, right? So what we have through served and service members is uh, service in a national capacity, right? In, in, in service, uh, in military action and, and abroad and at home, but from a national standpoint, and then the R and responders, it's service in a local community capacity, right? Because we have our law enforcement, fire, EMS. Um, and then, uh, with our dependents, you know, the, you get them from both, from, from both groups, from service members and from responders. Um, and so, uh, we just have to kind of keep that in mind is that that uh, this special group, this D, right? They're the anchor that holds the team down, um, that holds it in place there, um, you know, in a relay race, right? There's that, that's that anchor that, that's going to bring it home. And uh, anyway, so that's the D independence. So I wanted to make a very, very, very special episode for uh, that D, introducing that D independence. And I wanted to... Just make a huge deal about it because it needs to be made. A huge deal about those things. So, um, I don't know, Ethan. um, You know, your number is 0814. Um, You're 11 years old, so you were born in 08. Do you have any memories of me being in service? I mean, like, what what do you remember about me being on active duty? Or do you remember anything at all?
1: Well, um, I do remember... um almost exactly what happened when you retired and then your retirement party but i don't like immediately remember like thinking hey you're not here i miss you you're gone you know
0: yeah so um in the retirement party when when i was uh you know during that retirement ceremony and all that did you understand what was going on did you just were like all right you know something's happening and you're looking looking handsome
1: I mean, I knew it, I didn't really know what the word retirement meant, but I knew, um, Mom told me that you were like, like not going to be in the military anymore. So I kind of got that. Yeah. And she told me it was really important, so I I couldn't move off.
0: <laughs> yeah, you were at a very uh, uh, rambunctious uh, state in life at that point.
1: Yeah, I guess you could say, <laughs>
0: maybe. You were a young six. <laughs> So uh I think at the re- what is the story at the retirement party that you uh I don't know if you Oh you're-
1: yeah um so <laughs> uh so um second oldest Evan there was this farm he would always love to have his birthday at birthday party and they have like this little I don't know it's like a circle almost of just metal it's kind of like a inside of a um dryer just bigger and you, they put wood in there and use it as like a bonfire. Yeah. So while everybody was inside talking, like all the adults and stuff, and all the kids were playing in the corn maze, I went out to find a really large stick. And I'm sure you know where this is going. <laughs> I stuck it in the bonfire for like a minute, and I Took it out and I was running around with
0: it. He had a torch. I'm like I have a torch.
1: <laughs> I don't even. I forgot who this kid was, but there was this one kid who looked at me and it was like screaming, "He's like the devil's coming." Because <laughs> it was like later at night. It was like towards the end. Well, yeah. not towards like the end, end, but it was getting close. Maybe like an hour more or something. So yeah. it was dark, and I and there's just this person with a torch. It's on fire, like running.
0: Uh-huh. And what were your parents in all this?
1: Yeah, you were talking inside.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But but <laughs> is that like self-incrimination right there? I'm not really that sure. That happened
1: like it happened two times. Once yeah. at the farm and then when you and me went down to um your dad's birthday party.
0: Listen, listen, you you and fire. Let's let's it I'm I'm doing the I'm doing like no more no more telling stories about fire sign over here. <laughs> but uh during our retirement <laughs>
1: trust me i'm not like that anymore
0: <laughs> during the retirement ceremony the actual ceremony i uh, basically rolled in and i said listen i'm just gonna be just i'm gonna let this happen whatever and uh i don't know if you remember but during the retirement ceremony uh you just got like i'm done with this and you got up and you started playing in the dirt uh over there off to the side and yeah i remember that yeah yeah so it was just one of these things where uh you. I
1: actually do remember that. No, yeah. I thought about that because you gave us the teddy bears. The teddy bears. And then teddy- Evan was like a little baby. So I just took his because it looked kind of cool. Yeah. And then I'm just like, look at me, teddy bear. Hi,
0: And then you went to go play in the dirt. And um, it was just one of those things. So Ethan, from a very young age, has a very strong personality. So I tell his mother, um, just be patient. Uh, he's going to change the world when he's uh, older. So, uh, you know, when he's 25, we're going to. We're going to have some uh, amazing stories to tell, but, um, all right, well, good. So, uh we're just going to wrap that one up right there with the, uh, served mission brief, um, just the importance of dependence, um, and that you are valued, um, on equal footing here at served and, um, that we just appreciate you. And we thank you from the bottom of our hearts here and we thank you for your service. So, um, yeah. And, um, you know, when you get your served sticker, you know, you are that D. So um, that's pretty important there. All right. Well, Ethan, um, you know we start wrapping up the show with uh, what I call the leaving to living debrief, um, and that's um, where we talk about the. Uh, you know, we 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 touch on the three phases of leaving to living. Phase one is transition. Phase two is identity crisis, and phase three is what I call uh, nostalgia or building a legacy. Go ahead, Ethan.
1: So. We're going to be talking about building a legacy by serving others. You can, um, you can become a leader in your community by helping out your community. Like, let's say your neighbor's an older person and, I don't know, they need help mowing the grass or um, taking the recycle down to the driveways. Just, like, little things like that. You don't need a lot of stuff to help out. Like like we talked about in the mentor minute. You don't need it. It doesn't matter how old or how young you are to make an impact. You can do a lot of stuff with little to none materials, or you can do a lot of stuff with some high-quality materials. It doesn't matter. You don't have to have the biggest stuff to do the best work. You can, like I said, like mow your neighbor's grass, or if they're away and they have pets, you can care for them or something. I don't know. It's just... There's a lot of stuff you can do without needing a lot of stuff.
0: <laughs> right. So let me let me um, um articulate that is that when we think about serving um or building a legacy and, and helping others, we feel that sometimes we have to go and 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 be a part of a program or 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 go develop something very complicated. And, uh, Ethan, that's tremendous, uh, wisdom there that, uh, you know, as a leader, it can be something as simple as, as just, uh, helping out, uh, those around us. Right. Um, and, and just, you know, little things, the little things that we can do in life. Yeah. Good. Well, that it, I mean, you have more.
1: Well, I mean, you said it better than me, so.
0: No, no. I mean, it was really good. You, you, you really were, were we're getting there and and getting into saying it so that's that's really great
1: yeah well i don't know is that it
0: Well, i don't know is there anything else that you want to uh lead us i mean what what action item what do you know what 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 i mean by action item uh, yeah like what what action item can you give our served community like what can you say hey listen go do this um go knock on a neighbor's door maybe i
1: don't know you could
0: yeah so anyways you you just said that you help mow the neighbor's lawn. How did that start? So let's work us through that.
1: Well, I started mowing our lawn and we were friends with the neighbor and she saw me doing it and she asked and I said, sure. So I've just been doing it ever since.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. And, um, you know, uh, work, work us, um, like how did the whole trash can thing?
1: Oh, yeah. So there's another older um fellow in our neighborhood And her name is Miss Chris, and she um, would have trouble because she would have, like, a lot of recycle. So she would have trouble taking the recycling bin on Sundays from the top of her um, driveway to the bottom. So I don't exactly remember how that started. I think she was talking to my mom, and she just asked. And I said, sure, but I've just been doing it.
0: Yeah. So you are making impact, tremendous impact, in your local community, like how local can it be that it's your, your exact neighbors, right? And and you don't need you know you don't need a car, you don't need a lot, you don't need money, um, and uh, you are out there and making an impact. So um, that's very fantastic. Is that um, you know you are building a legacy uh, in phase three? That's what we call building a legacy, uh, being in nostalgia, and that's uh, using your talents out there. Um, in your local communities, because that's where we live. That's where we are. And that's where we're going to see fruit um, of your labor. So um, tremendous, man. That's, that's pretty amazing. Well, Thanks. Yeah. And um, so uh, one of these things uh, uh, for folks, again, keeping it, keeping it transparent and keeping it real is that I sat down with Ethan and I said, Hey, listen, I want you to come on the show. Um, And these are the topics, right? I was originally going to just do a uh, sort of a kid's show and just kind of keep it real basic. But I said, no, man, this is going to be really good. We're going to we're gonna talk about Mentor Minute of the Week, the Serve Mission Brief, and the Leaving to Living uh, debrief. And he's like, that's too heavy. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You got this. You got this. And um, so um, these are all his words. These are all his thoughts. And, um, Ethan, man, this is a great show. So thank you for uh, being an inspiration uh, to me and uh, to all those that are going to be listening here to Episode 4
1: yeah well thanks I'm happy to be here. it's fun
0: so um you know we'll probably uh meet a bunch of fans uh when we go uh touring. we'll do a served tour one day you'll be my you'll be my served assistant yeah, don't sound so excited Yay! <laughs> you know what I am actually going to share something with this group um actually, it's kind of a, a little sneak peek so uh Ethan and I were in here messing around a few weeks back when uh, I was trying to get the served house ready and the recording. And so he, I'm not sure how he learned how to do it, but he recorded this.
1: Chablanc. Sure,
0: <laughs> so <laughs> so the chablanc is some word he made up, and he was just being goofy or whatever, but I've kept it on my system. And so you're going to hear that in future Grumpy Old Sergeant episodes. I wanted to debut it here uh, as sort of a, a pre-release. So whenever there is anything out there, that is just so wacky, so crazy, so just like, oh, my gosh. It's just like I don't even know what to do with it. You're going to get shablonged. So I'm going to be like, yo, da, 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 da. And I'm going to be like, yeah. blunk. <laughs> so anyways, uh, that's uh, just a little uh, little teaser there for future fun there. And uh, that is courtesy of Ethan.
1: Sure
0: blunk. How did you come up with that?
1: But you like just put the thing in my room and told me to talk and I'm like okay then I was just talking and then I'm like sure I'm like wait what the heck how
0: did you know how to record it like that though
1: I just was reading what it said to do on the oh little my screen on
0: the little screen
1: <laughs> like, so I started it up and it said like to change sounds on light up squares push this and this and then do this and talk
0: yeah so like, and did you have permission for me to do all that
1: well I, I only took out like the one boring one <laughs> That like you would have never, ever used.
0: <laughs> so what we're talking about is this piece of gear has a uh, sound pads. And so I can, I can, uh, we are doing the show live um, on the fly. Uh, so very little uh, post editing. So we were just kind of talking on the fly and this thing's got these sound pads. And uh, anyway, so he reprogrammed one of my sounds.
1: Only one that had no meaning. <laughs> it was I, so bad. I forgot which one it was.
0: <laughs> How do you know it was not very important to me? That's what you do because you're a boy.
1: Well, I mean.
0: Because you're a kid. You're my kid, and that's what you do.
1: I'm only 11.
0: (laughs) So with that, that's it. We're going to say, I'll see you on the line. Do you know what I say after that?
1: Uh, I think I do, but. What
0: do you think I say? Onward. Onward. But you have to say it with like gusto. I
1: wasn't sure if that was your thing or Mr. Mark's thing.
0: No, it's my thing. Oh. All right, but you're going to help me. We're going to do it again, all right? Okay. All right. I'll see you on the line onward onward
1: and now that you have been empowered and activated continue to create impact share your talents and serve your local community always remember you are never
0: alone from leaving to living together we are served